0: hello friends welcome to day 55 of 62 days of transformation this is greg pusiteri and i'm uh, glad to be with you i'm having a really good time delving into these uh, affirmational truths and these new creation realities as we explore our identity in the word of god Uh, day 55 says i am increasing in prosperity and health as my soul prospers, our text is found in Third John, verse two. It says, "Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health, just as your soul prospers." And so, the first thing I want to do as we do this, I know some of you may uh, have perked up when I you hear me say prosperity, in the name of Jesus. Um, I want to set the record straight on some things. Uh, that there are a lot of people, there are secular motivators and and even certain faith streams that have made prosperity primarily about money. And I believe that that is not good. Uh, I believe that it leads to error. Uh, And so I would say that uh, uh, prosperity is part of the abundant life that Jesus came to bring, but we need to look at it in a balanced way and view it holistically. It's not just about money, even though I don't think God is hung up uh, about money. Money is uh, something that we need to do business in this world. Uh, The big question is going to be, do you love money more than you love God? And uh, (laughs) how you answer that is going to determine what you do with it, right? Um, uh, Luke chapter 12, verse 15 says, take heed and beware of covetousness, for one's life does not consist in the abundance of the things he possesses. And of course, this reference was uh, concerning a man and uh, him uh, finding a place to store all of his stuff. And, uh, you know, I'm glad that I live in a country where uh, we have great abundance, we have great access to resources, but we really need to be careful. And especially as the people of God, we need to be careful that we don't uh, become covetous and that we don't uh, pursue uh, things in materialism uh, above the Lord and the things of the kingdom and the things of his spirit. We need resources to do the work of the ministry. We need resources to go to nations and to accomplish certain things, but we don't worship those resources. And that's that's really what I'm going to focus on here in the next couple minutes. Uh, though, uh, though we our life does not consist in the abundance of things that we possess, um, however, prosperity is measurable. And the thing that, that we need to look at is, what are those quantifiers that gauge prosperity from a biblical perspective? I think those are the things we need to be aware of, and we need to be able to to articulate. And I'm just going to throw a few of them out there. I'm sure there are more, but these are probably the key ones. In 1 Timothy chapter 6, it says that godliness with contentment is great gain. Uh, you know, Paul speaks there in that text about uh, having a lot, having have, uh, being able to abound in a lot of things, and then also uh, having very little. But in the middle of it all, learning how to be content. And he says that's where great spiritual gain is. Um, it's, it's not like uh, that, you know, we have to rejoice that we're in poverty. We're not, you know, that what God calls you to do may mean that you have to handle a lot of resources, or it may mean that you have to live very lean uh, to accomplish his will for your life. I don't know. I don't determine that. Um, I want to focus on the greatest uh the greatest source of all uh, not on the resource okay so godliness with contentment is great gain the ability to be content with where we are uh romans 14:17 says the kingdom of god is not meat and drink those physical things or those um, those uh, things that are observances it's not meat or drink but its righteousness peace and joy in the holy ghost uh, friends, you can have a lot of money and a lot of material gain and, and 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 great prestige, but if you don't have peace and joy, and if you don't, you've not obtained righteousness through faith and through salvation. Uh, you're poor. Okay, you might be wealthy by the world standard, but you're spiritually poor. So Paul made it very clear: it's not about meat and drink. It's not about those religious observances. It's about those spiritual dynamics, those, if you could say, the spiritual commodities, righteousness, peace, joy in the Holy Ghost. And uh, John brought up a process there in the beginning when he said, uh, would that you would prosper and be in health as your soul prospers. So the, uh, it begins with a prosperity of soul. It begins with a prosperity in our thinking and our processes as we take on uh, that kind of godly mindset, uh, that abundant mindset, then the other things will follow. And when we won't just be someone uh, living out of, of a vacuum, but more out of an overflow. Uh, Luke 12, 21 says, don't lay up stuff for yourself, but be rich towards God. How do you become rich toward God? You do things for others. He was uh, speaking there about sacrificing certain things to bless other people, and he said, "If you could, you know, he was speaking to that that rich young ruler, and if you could get free from those things of this earth that you're bound to, <laughs> then you're going to really be rich towards God, and you can come and follow me." And of course, uh, he went away uh, discouraged. Um, Luke 18 tells us to put up treasure in heaven. Wow, how do we do that? We do that by investing in people over things. Lay up for yourselves treasure in heaven. Do you have a spiritual bank account today? Uh, It's a good question to ask. Uh, 1 Corinthians 13, 13 says, Love is the gauge of spiritual maturity, and it is the greatest of all things. Do you have that abundance of God's love working in you and through you? That is true spiritual prosperity and abundance. Uh, Matthew 6, 33 says, If we'll uh, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, then all of these things will be added. It doesn't say seek first the things. He says uh, the, the people of the world are after all of these things. But he knows what we need. And if we'll seek first him, his kingdom, those things of, of his kingdom and his righteousness, then he'll add those things to us. And I've found that over the years to be very true. You, you, you follow the call of God and you do what what the Word of God instructs you to do. He will make sure that what you need uh, will, will come to you, it'll come to you, all right? That's the real law of attraction. Prosperity really covers the entirety of our being. Spirit, soul, and body. There's a spirit life. Uh, the the Greek calls it the pneuma. It's the pneuma of God, the Zoe, the pneuma, the, the spirit life of God that is abundant. John 10 10, Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and life more abundantly. What good is it to have a bunch of things uh, but not be able to enjoy them? You know, uh, there's a life, a life of God that, that gives us the ability to enjoy. Uh, our existence and God's life is in his son first John 5 11. God's life is in his son then there, uh, going on to the body there's the bios life um, John said I wish that you would prosper and be in health health is prosperity uh, of the body uh, it also says in first Timothy that bodily exercise doesn't profit uh, profits little but it does profit, and we've been given this body, and we've also been given the responsibility to take care of it. Your ministry is only going to last as long as your body, and not. That we don't have to be like totally obsessive, compulsive about everything, but we do have to care for our body, and we are going to be accountable for the stewardship uh, therein. And because our bodies are the temple of the Holy Spirit, First Corinthians six nineteen and then as your soul prospers there's that emotional realm this suke life that is our mental and emotional and affects our relational and social life this is the one that's being renewed in truth by the word of god romans 12 2 and ephesians 4:23. be renewed in the spirit of your mind as we allow the the word of truth the word of the, the living god to work in our emotions and in our mind uh, in our heart that it, that begins to create uh, an abundance and it it expands us and we begin to prosper because we're, we're aligning ourselves with god's order uh, one that's being renewed in truth our thought life being prosperous in the soul is uh, submitting your thought life to god and it leads to an enlightened understanding Paul said in Ephesians 1, 18, um, that the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of God would enlighten your understanding. We begin to see things differently, and uh, it begins to form a different worldview inside of us. So, uh, the determining factor of whether or not our prosperity is godly is answered by who and what we worship. and. Uh, we uh, hopefully that's a, a very easy answer for you to answer um, that it's the Lord Himself because what we worship and who we worship um, guides our decision making. The way you can determine that for yourself is what is guiding your decisions? Are you making all your decisions based simply based on money or are you following God? And it's also gauged by who and what you love, the most you can't love money and god you can't love things and god equally one has to come first um, and what is the the thing that you trust ultimately amen um luke 16 13 says uh if we try to love god and mammon we're gonna despise one of them uh, it also tells us there in first timothy 6 10 that the love of money is the root of all evil and will cause us to depart from the faith if we covet after it. When we worship God, He is the greater. Uh, we're able to administrate the physical, tangible resources that come to us in this world. Money is for doing business in the world, but faith is the currency of the kingdom. So I want to encourage you today. Uh, Align your thinking with the Word of God. Begin to apply that for your life. Uh, Do it with integrity and honesty and humility, and you will see the fruit automatically begin to uh, build, and you'll see your life prosper, and you'll begin to use it to glorify God and to do the work of the ministry. So God bless you as we close today. I hope you have a great, fantastic day, and I'll catch you on the next podcast. Be blessed.